Hi, and welcome to Youthview, a podcast by Skilled Creative. Each week, a different crew of Year 11 and 12 students across New South Wales take over our studio. Subscribe and listen in as we interview youth advocates, sporting icons and artists. We share stories that have shaped our lives and views on current issues. Youthview, a podcast by Skilled Creative. Hi everyone, welcome. And I'm your host, Abrielle. And we're here with Mia, Amelia and Josh. Hello. Hello. Wow. So today we're starting off with um, a few different topics. We're going to be doing both games, movies and live production. And we're starting yeah. off with games. Josh is going to talk to us all about... Are we going to do, do Under Pressure or...? Oh, we can if you want. Under well, Pressure? Well, we were... Well, if we are. Who wants to are. be asked? Under Pressure. Do we have video... I Wait, yeah. Sorry. Who wants to be asked the Under Pressure question? Let's go ahead. Josh first? Oh. Um, Josh, fun fact about you. <laughs> Under pressure. <laughs> what is a fun... I like playing games. That's what, what my uh, segment's that's about. That's pretty fair. That's such a boring one. It's okay. a fun fact. Play it again. Oh. Amelia. Oh, boy. What TV shows are you watching... What, what, TV, what TV shows are you watching right now? I was terrible already. Um, Brilliant. Uh, I'm well lately I have been binge watching a lot of The Office so I'm the gonna office. go with The Office that's fair, that's repeat fair, all the time fair. play it again do we get every time <laughs> me it's your turn oh gosh if you had to be any Disney character who oh. would you be and why you know the you know the person in Beauty and the Beast and they're like I need six eggs I'd yeah. be that guy <laughs> the village person just the <laughs> random village person who needs six eggs well like who doesn't need six eggs okay Okay, play it again, play it again, play it again, play it again. Worst purchase you've ever made? <laughs> the only purchase I've ever actually regretted was buying some overpriced butter chicken. And I did cry about it. It was very upsetting towards <sighs> me. I know, I was just like, this is too much and I just got paid. <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> do we want to... Do we want to... <laughs> the games, we're going to talk about them, right? Why me? Is that on the run sheet? No, it's on the front sheet. Go. Okay. What's your, so let's you play really my have, sound, huh? Yeah, let's play your sound. What is your yeah. topic today? God of War. God of War. Beautiful. How lovely is that? It's beautiful. That's so, pure testosterone right there. <laughs> look at that, look at so that. What's it, oh. What's so interesting of God of, God of War? Just look at them. Oh okay. my god. Like, so, what does this have to do with right now? Like, what what's going on in that field? Uh, it's actually nominated for Game of the Year. Just come out like a week ago. Just came out like a week ago. Probably is going to get Game of the Year. It's um. Do you think it's that good? Yeah, I haven't even played it. I haven't <laughs> even played good. it. I'm getting it tonight. Oh, Very exciting! Yeah. Also, what's coming out tonight? The new Pokemon movie. It's um, already out. out. Yeah, it came out today, eighteenth uh, of November. Skylight and Violet. This so, one. Yeah, that one. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty big news. I didn't didn't fucking um, Pikachu <laughs> win in the oh tournament God. or something in like the, one of the latest P- Pokemon things. I've seen that all over TikTok in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. 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 Like he won. Like it's over. It's the done. show's over. That's weird. It is weird. It feels weird. It's very I weird. I feel like Sun and Moon only just came out, but that was so many years. No, ago. Sun and Moon. To be fair, is like the worst game. So I know, but I watched the anime. Them. When it came that out. That anime, not good. 
yeah. I think it's I've only watched the first episode. And that's it. <laughs> of any? I've oh. seen one with like a tree with three faces. Is that Gen, Gen 7 in general was not Gen was that Gen 7? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, Gen 7 in general was just absolutely disappointing. Everyone was really disappointed. Let's go was better ones. much better than Sun and Moon. Hmm. Yeah, in my sure. opinion. Yeah, I just I, feel like in general um, time everyone's getting so bored of the current Pokemon because it's kind of, it's just kind of the same thing a few times. Oh, there's like no. hundreds and hundreds of Pokemon. There's thousands. There's like a thousand. I know, yeah, can't you just? They had to come back with the new game. They weren't able to release as many as they wanted. Hmm. Yeah, I because they didn't have time to work on them. Maybe true. I don't know. Also coming out soon is the new Splatoon game. It's coming out next to Splatoon. Month. I've never played Splatoon. Yeah. Really, no. I have Splatoon. I've played it once. Which I've one? played as the Splatoon character in Super Smash Bros. I, that's my go-to in Mario Kart. <laughs> my that's go- that paint one, right? Yeah. Yeah. My go-to in Mario Kart, and people are going to judge me a lot for this, but it's actually the rose gold, like, peach. Really? And then I use, like, this unicorn motorbike thing, and it's all, like, steampunk metallic and stuff. Mm. I used nice. to be, like, the Animal Crossing villager, but now it's strictly sp- Splatoon. Mm. Who do you play in Mario Kart? I don't play Mario Kart. What do you mean you don't I'll play probably, Mario Kart? I'll probably Bowser or something. Probably. Yeah, no, that makes sense. we got to get you to play Mario Kart soon, boy. Mm. Then who's your pick? Um, it usually varies. If I'm playing like um, at home, I would mostly play as Peach or Yoshi, but whenever I'm at, uh, at one of the arcades mm. close to where we live, I play as Pac-Man. Because why not? <laughs> you know, you have some points. Fun. And... Talking about our topics and what we're interested in, Amelia is next with movies. All right. What have you? What What's up with you in movies? What What, is, what have you put together today? Okay. Well, I just want to talk about like some upcoming movies or movies that are already out that I think are worth seeing that are also worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. All right. So, for example, we all know we're all friends with Marvel. We all know Marvel. Uh, of course, right now we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever out. I've been told that it's a tribute movie to the actor, uh, Chadwick Boseman, so may he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not up to there in the. Um, yeah, I'm in Catalog. Up to like, yeah, in the whole like MCU. I'm a little bit behind because I only started watching it like a month ago, which is pretty good. I've gotten through like. 30 movies and TV shows. Oh, it's a lot of back watching. But also, I think with the most, um, with with all the uh, new TV shows they started streaming recently, Mm. it's gotten so much longer because before it was just like a couple of movies. I stormed through the TV shows in like a couple of days each. Wow. (laughs) I honestly didn't really like the TV shows that much. I. My favorite was WandaVision, and it was only like the Um, good episodes. I have to disagree with you on that. What other movies are there, Amelia? Okay, well, now we've got DC. We, um, we've got Black Adam coming out. I've heard it's not really good. Yeah. Yeah, they gave it a really... IGN gave it a really bad rating. I thought it was good. You I, watched I liked it? it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, been, that's something that I know is worth watching, but I just, for some reason, can't be bothered going to the cinema at the moment. The only... It's because it's The Rock. People the don't, Rock? Yeah. He's in everything, he's and in people are probably annoyed that he's I another superhero. I don't like him as an actor. He's really? like a lot of people fine. said that it was kind of like mid, yeah. like the whole movie. I not, I'm probably not gonna watch it at all. <laughs> it wasn't funny. I thought it was just cool. Mm. Was it yeah. meant to be funny? Yeah, they tried. Oh, they, they tried. <laughs> they tried. Okay, at least they tried. Yeah. yeah they could okay. do better. Right. At least they're fixing the DC universe. Oh yeah. They ruined it with Justice League. 
Yeah. You mean, what's it called? Um, Suicide Squad. And that, yeah. the first one. The first one. The second one's good. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I was told I to watch it like three times. Them. It's very gory. I yeah. think the only thing I've seen is like the first few episodes of Supergirl out of DC. The most I watched of DC was all three seasons of the Harley Quinn TV show. And I'm going to start Batman soon. I used to love DC superhero girls. Yeah? I used to absolutely love that. It was like a little cartoon thing on like Boomerang or something. And I was like, oh my God, Supergirl is exactly like me. Because one time in a little kid's magazine, I got a poster about all of them. And on there it said Supergirl was super clumsy. And I was like, oh my God, I'm clumsy as well. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What, what else, Amelia? What other movies are there? Um, well, those are the two, movie, two movies that are out right now, but in less than a month's time, we've got an hi- a highly anticipated movie. The first movie came out in 2009, and it grossed over $9 billion. Oh, not $9 billion, my apologies. $2.9 billion. Uh, that was the first Avatar movie by James Cameron. And on December 15th, we are getting Avatar The Way of Water. So I think I'm going to go see that. I'm grabbing all my friends. I don't I've know actually, about any of you guys. I've actually never seen Avatar. I do encourage you to watch it. It is I've seen how Avatar you, The Last Airbender. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the blue people really matter sometimes. The first movie was really good. Like, oh, I'm I not excited for the second one. It doesn't look that good. I haven't seen any of the uh, trailers for it. I don't like looking at trailers because I feel oh, like it's I always have to stuff. watch trailers. Yeah, no, they're no definitely trailers, they're no leaning blurbs. they're definitely leaning into the whole like nostalgia. concept that it's Avatar. Yeah, that's that all they care well, about. Really, nostalgia is what's carrying them. They haven't really got much else yeah, for, like no, to no. build it up. But uh, talking about release dates, all the release dates on the new movies and TV shows that are going to come out are probably going to be pushed back to around 2024 instead of 2023 because there's talk about there being an industry strike and uh, a writer strike next year. And so, um, yeah, it's because um, the contracts are coming up to nearly the deadline. Yeah, the writer's contract with the uh, Writers Guild of America, the WGA, and the US Studios, Networks, and Streaming Services, uh, their contract expires on May 1st, 2023. So the negotiations are com- happening, like, right now, which is... Oh, wow. Yeah, there's chances. Interesting. So release dates. There's something coming up for you, Okay, so my little segment that I've prepared is about theatre on the coast, so local theatre and supporting young actors and actresses. Um, And at the moment, there's a bunch of productions going on. There's like three on at the same time tomorrow. Um, But uh, I Love You, Your Perfect Now Change is being done by Wyong Musical Theatre Company, and that opens tonight and closes on the 26th of November, so... Get your tickets, guys. Um, then we have Legally Blonde Junior, which I am in myself, um, and it's produced by Central Coast Music Factory, and it opens on the 19th of November and closes on the 27th. Um, Jupuka Productions is currently doing Little Girls Alone in the Woods. It looks really good from what I've seen, and that is on uh, the 19th of November at Red Tree Theatre Tugra, and it's on the... 2nd and 3rd of December um, at the Peninsula Theatre in Woiwoi. So um, look out for that. We also have some shows opening during January holidays. So bring your kids along. There's the SpongeBob Musical at Gosford Musical Society. And that's around mid-January. And um, High School Musical on Stage, which is done by Jipuka Productions, is also on around mid-January. So get your tickets, guys. Um, 
And yeah, there's a bunch of stuff happening next year. Frozen, Rent, um, a whole heap of plays at Japuka, like Charlie Pilgrim, yeah. and also <clears throat> yeah. American Idiot is being done. The Sound of Music with the Reggie Theatre. Just a whole bunch of stuff coming up. So make yeah, sure you support timeline. local theatres, honestly, local local community theatre. Because Live production is just so good. You've got to support the actors. Yeah, there's a bunch of effort put. A lot of people don't realise there's a bunch of effort put into these shows mm. and they, a lot of theatres don't normally have the big grand funding that a professional theatre company would have. Yeah. So just going and supporting and being able to raise money for kids to have opportunities to perform and not just kids, like young adults. Um, of course. Even, you know, uh, older today, people in our community absolutely mm-hmm. love it. So I think today everyone who's watching will get a real appreciation for live performances Definitely. at the end of this because... Oh, my story today is going to be Mia talking about her current experiences on Legally Blonde. And then our um, interview today is, was, is with um, Bianca from the SpongeBob musical in the Macquarie University yeah, Society. another production of SpongeBob. Yeah, so you're going to have a whole bunch of backstage, onstage, general um, experiences to draw upon to really appreciate this type, this type of media. Yeah. So, and Mia, just maybe, well. hopefully... A little more appreciation yeah. for live theatre. Because everyone loves movies. Everyone loves TV shows. They all really they enjoy music. it. Yeah, everyone sees those performances. Why not have it all in one? Exactly. It's really a beautiful form of media and a beautiful form of expression. Mm. So, Mia, my would you story. Like to start? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, as we probably, I don't know if we mentioned it, I don't really remember. My memory's not working today. Um, I'm currently. Um, in Legally Bond Junior and that's what my story is going to be about today um, so basically this show it, I was at the, in the beginning I wasn't even going to be auditioning um, I had a look at the days that the auditions were on and I had rehearsals for another production I was in um, Aladdin Junior at the same time as all the auditions so I was like oh my gosh I cannot make it so I sent them a message the production team for Legally Blonde and I said look I really want to audition, like this is my favourite show, I really, really, really want to audition for Elle, and I, and I was like, look, is there another time I can audition, like, or do I, can I send in a video, and I said, send in a video audition by the Sunday, and, um, you know, we'll get back to you, and I was like, great, perfect, so that was a couple of weeks before that Sunday, and um, I sent them a message on a Saturday before, before, and I was like, I don't think, and this was literally like 24 hours until I had to send in this video. I don't have time to film this video. I'm so sorry, I can't audition. And they said, um, that's so fine. Like, film it on the Monday. We won't be making decisions until after six on the Monday night. Send it to us on Monday. Everything's good. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I'll film the video. I filmed the video on the Monday afternoon, sent it to them around like 5.50 p.m. And I just kind of like left it. I was like, okay. So, um... I don't know like what the outcome is going to be if I don't get it then I'm not then it's fine like you know obviously the the people who obviously because it's double casted there's two different casts um playing the same roles um the people who do get it they probably like they definitely would deserve it um I was at school the next day I was totally freaking out because it's my absolute dream role 
and um I got a text message from them saying hey would you like to play L and I was like yes oh my god and I had to walk away from my friends and I started crying and I called my mom I was like mom I got it and she was like what do you mean you got it she thought I meant like COVID or something and um I was like I got L and then like she freaked out and then um all my friends saw me crying they're like you good and I was like yeah I'm really good now tried I had to try and keep it in like I can't tell them yet it's not released and then I was messaging other people who had auditioned and I was like oh my god did you get a message and it was like a whole thing it was super exciting and um yeah so we open tomorrow we have our preview tonight where um I'll be in the audience watching it's the only time I get to watch the show so I'm super excited and yeah um rehearsals um yeah tell us about rehearsals rehearsed every Sunday from nine till five so absolutely crazy um crazy rehearsals yeah long days but um we also only started rehearsing um in late July yeah so that's only about a few months and we didn't rehearse at all during October we only rehearsed once in the entirety of October so we only had like three months of rehearsals or something like that on yeah it's super like you know but um yeah I learned so we rehearsed nine to five and we'd spend a bit, a couple hours on the vocal rehearsal. So we'd all sit down and we'd learn um, what notes we have to sing um, with our musical director. And then we would spend a few hours on dance. So our choreographers would teach us the dance and we would go over stuff, um, maybe in like the dances that we learned the week before. And so we'd do a bit of that. And then we spend a few hours blocking. So blocking is basically when the director um but sort of like places a scene and tells you what to do throughout the scene so for example um in one scene for the show um the opening scene uh the (laughs) the doors um open and I walk through the set from the back of the stage there's these doors at the back of the stage and I walk through and I go to the front and my blocking is to basically stay at the front for the entire sh- for the entire rest of the song, and then once the song is over, I move over to stage right. So that's the audience's left, I think. I don't know. I'm really bad at left and right. Um, and yeah, that's just what blocking is. We spend a few hours on that, and I I think the most um, the best part about rehearsing though is just getting to <laughs> um, know everyone and like. Um, yeah just spending time with people who love the same thing that you do and get even learning from everyone around you and um, discovering you know your real passion and stuff yeah 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 and like you know like I've learned so much from even the other girl who plays Earl and she's absolutely incredible yeah it's such a social environment yeah and like everyone learns off each other everyone like that everyone's energy bounces off each other and just being on stage it's like a total different experience than like anything I've ever felt yeah it's all all eyes on you yeah yeah it's just absolutely crazy like backstage quick changes and like yeah and so is that your my story done um, unless you want me to talk about more backstage stuff. Well, for backstage, we have got someone on the production team of the Macquarie SpongeBob musical. And so that's our interview that's going to be here today. We have it pre-recorded from a video we did earlier. Josh, yep. take it away. 
transition that one. Okay. Is the camera already on as well? Oh, that's much fun. Okay. Don't want to do this. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to the interview portion of our podcast. I'm here with Bianca, and they'll give us some insight on the runnings of a live production. Hi, Bianca. Hi. What musical are you on? So at the moment, I'm doing the SpongeBob musical at Macquarie Musical Society. Oh yeah. How did you get involved with the society? Um, so I got involved at Macquarie through a friend um, who had auditioned for mm-hmm. one of their other societies, the Dramax Society. Okay. Um, and there was this little competition where it was literally you just had to send in a video submission. So yep. I was like, all right, that means I don't have to go to Sydney <laughs> uh, to audition. And then if I don't get in, I don't have to go to Sydney. So it's a win-win. Yeah. Um, and then I got in. And so I had to start traveling to Sydney and I met some of my best friends there. So oh, now so good. So now I have to be involved. So. Yeah. So then what is your role? Um, so in this musical, mm-hmm. I am the assistant music director. Oh, yeah. Yes. And what does, what do you do? Um, so as the, in my job description, mm-hmm. my job is to help out and do whatever the music director asks of me. Yeah. So just taking the stress off of our music director. Okay, then what do you, the assistant director, help out with the uh, director? Like, what did the director do as well? Um, so, since I, I actually joined our production team quite late. Yes. I joined three weeks out from the show. Okay. Yep. So, um, by then, our music director had already worked with the singers mm-hmm. and worked out all the harmonies and things like that. So, my main job was, you know, obviously listening to the singers and if I had any notes, give it to them. But mm-hmm. mainly it was helping with the band, doing a lot of admin work for the band, um, chasing up memberships and things like that. Okay. As well as um, helping out the music director f- with our Foley sound effects for the musical. Mm-hmm. So you do all the sound. How does that relate to the uh, final production of the musical? So SpongeBob is quite an ambitious musical to do. Yeah. Um, even if you just want to talk about the sounds. Mm-hmm. Because in the Broadway um, and what we're trying to do in ours, they have sounds yes. for SpongeBob walking across the stage. They have sounds for Squidward walking across the stage. Mm. Um, so like every little action has its own sound. Yeah, every little action. So um, not that long ago, I ended up sitting down with our music director. And yes. for about three or four hours, we were just sitting down on a couch, watching, pausing and saying there's a sound effect there and loading yeah. it. Okay, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. So then what was the process of getting the whole production onto a stage and like being ready for performance? So that whole process started off with obviously the auditions for the Mm -hmm. show um, and then the band call out and then just rehearsals. Yeah. So what was rehearsals like? Um, So rehearsals, well, I started going to rehearsals about six weeks ago Mm -hmm. um, just so I could get a listen to the cast, read through my music um and they they you can you can see how far they've come even yeah. in that just that six weeks because um they're, they're really stage ready now yeah so being stage ready you have to do the whole bumping process where yeah. you bump but bumping is where you like get everything onto stage and be in the actual studio for it not studio yeah but, you know the stage so what was that process like the old bumping moment so our bumping was actually this sunday yes. um and so my call time as well as all the production team our call time was 9 a.m at the theater so we all sh- showed up um and we spoke about what we were going to be doing that day mm-hmm. 
Um, throughout the day, costs started coming in, um, helping us with the painting of the set, um, getting mm-hmm. everything ready because, again, it's quite ambitious to yes. do SpongeBob set-wise. We've got several moving pieces. Um, there's a volcano in the SpongeBob musical. We've right, made yes. a volcano, um, and it's it's very ambitious to try and do. Um, but we got through, and mm-hmm. then this typically doesn't happen. But we had a bump in slash sits probe. So at okay. about 11, about 2, 2 p.m. actually, um, the band was all there, all set up, and that's the first time the cast ever got to sing with the band playing. Okay. Just so they could work out their cues, we could work out our cues, cut bars mm-hmm. where they weren't needed, and do things like that. Oh, nice. Okay, then what is your job in relation to like the sound and like the sound operator work? Um, so obviously myself and the music director need to work closely with the cast as well as our, um, Mm -hmm. tech, um, tech crew. So with our tech, um, manager on the prod team, Mm -hmm. we, um, talk to him a lot, um, discussing, can you hear the cast over the band? Um, what do you need us to fix? So for example, I play the trumpet in uh, the SpongeBob musical. Mm -hmm. I'm now muted for the whole show. Um, because just with a trumpet inside of my bell, just so you can hear the cast over the top of me. Right, of course. Because for this show, what we've actually done is the band is on stage. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, which is quite different for a production. Yeah, it's not very typical of it. No, no, it's not. Um, But we wanted the band to be involved Mm -hmm. in the production. Um, And so the band is on stage from start to finish. The curtains are never in front of them. Yeah. Um, which also makes backstage pretty interesting as well. Oh, it'd be hectic. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, what's it like backstage? Uh, backstage, um, obviously I'm not back there a whole heap. Yes. Um, but I know through some friends that are in the show, mm-hmm. they they have told me, and it doesn't seem like it, like when we're doing our runs, but yeah. they've told me that it's so hectic back there <laughs> because they've got a, they've got so many quick costume changes in this course, musical. Yeah. Um, and since there are no curtains. It's not very soundproof. Oh, wouldn't be. So they have to be so quiet. The only time I'm backstage is yep. in the intermission where I'm collecting some props for of the course, band yes. and making sure we've got everything ready for act two. And it's hectic when I'm back there in oh, intermission. I'll be such a rush. So I can't imagine what it's like on a show. Yeah, so roughly how many people do you think are in your orchestra? Uh, there's about 13 of us. Okay. Um, it took a while to get all the band members together, but mm. we have them and we've come really far in um, the music element of it all. Yeah, so how long has the band been in rehearsal? So um, prior to Sits Probe, we mm-hmm. had two rehearsals. Only two? Yeah, so it took a long time for the music to actually arrive for the mm. band. Um, so as soon as we got it, um, people from the band started coming in, collecting their music, yes. had a bit of a read-through until our first rehearsal. Mm. Um, We did have one sort of get together before then, but that was just sort of to get to know each other in the band. Uh, We watched the musical together um, just to get a feel for the show. Okay, very cool. And so what do you think is your, what do you think is the coolest instrument besides any that you play? Uh, If we're not gonna talk about the trumpet, um, I will will mention that I do love um, our conductor slash keys, our music director. Yeah. Um, because I just love it so much because on her keyboard, she has all the sound effects yeah. loaded for the musical. 
So she gets to, you know, when Squidward's walking and Mr. Krabs is walking, she gets to hit all these keys and it mm. just adds this extra element to yeah, the show. Yeah, it just elevates it so much more. Yeah, it makes it, it, makes it more um, funny for yeah. the audience member. And what's your favourite part of your job? Um, my favourite part is how closely I get to work with everybody involved. Mm-hmm. I get to work closely with everybody on the production team, which involves producers, other directors, the music director, obviously, yeah. um, everybody, the tech directors. And I also get to work with the band really closely and I get to work with the cast really closely. So I've gotten to know everybody involved in the production. Yeah, and so tell us a little fun story from the production. Oh, there are so many. Um, well, one of my favourite things, and I'm not going to give too much away because you'll have to come and see mm, the musical. You have to. You have to come see SpongeBob the Musical at Macquarie. It's just so exciting. It is. Um, but we have, me and my music director, we went yes. out for a little shop um, to buy some props for the band. We love props. Um, because, again, we want this to be a show where the band are involved. Yeah, they're um, on stage and everything. You need to be showing off. Yeah, so... You know, we have some props on stage. Um, so in a song, there might be a song where we put some sunglasses on and like, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's and it, the audience get a bit of a laugh out of it oh, too. Oh, be so good. Yeah. Now, thank you so much for your time and teaching us about a bit about the backstage and the production and going on in the musical. And where could we find tickets? So the ticket uh, link will actually be in the description of this video. It'll mm-hmm. just be our website, the Macquarie Musical Society website. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Well, make sure to go see that. Thank you for your time. We open this Friday this and we Friday. will be closing next Saturday. Oh, so a very short period. Yep. All right. Make sure you come and see the musical. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Okay. Have Thank a nice you for day. Having me. Yeah. And that is our time, folks. I'm so glad you guys joined us. That was our whole podcast. Cool. Cool interview. And uh, to play us out, we're going to have some beautiful music that Mia made. Yeah, I did do that. I did did do that. (laughs) Josh, change it over. Youth View, a podcast by Skilled Creative.